This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We're all in this together. Some more than others. I know the people squad didn't cop it too bad, but my team obviously, you know, spending up on Murray, for example, clear is captain. Yeah, we both had them in their side. If you missed all of it, I'd be very impressed. Um, it was just a ridiculous game, obviously. We're going to start with some analogies here. I just really feel like I'm at the end of that bowling alley. I'm mean, a world-class bowler coming at me. I feel like I've been hit for six on the last ball to lose the match. I feel like I've got a golden duck. I feel like, you know, when your mum says, I'm disappointed in you, son. This is where I'm at at the moment. That was a, that was one of the tougher nights, especially earlier on the season when everyone's so anxious about the games, everyone's so excited, everyone's hoping their team goes really well. And then, you know, those players just, just don't have a, just don't have a great game. And, you know, some are different to others. You look at the, the scoring in this one, there, there's still a, a bunch of scores, you know, 49 and up that are, that are pretty solid, but. Uh, just a lot of the guys that are very relevant at the moment either went really poor or the ones you trade out, like Aluki Ghana, end up looking like they're the best player in the world. He literally should have got 100 last night. Crazy. You know, dropped, had two, two ball. One was a sideways play of the ball, which he could have scored. And then, you know, one he dropped over the line. So anywhere close to 100 could have been easy for Ghana and would have been his best score ever. Uh, so, yeah, it's just ridiculous how it works. You know, he comes out and goes, obviously, you know, Coach comes out and says that he had a really poor game and he wasn't up to standard and he, and he comes out and shows that he that he can play to that standard. So Hosking, I doubt that we're going to see him anytime soon. But, you know, Garner was awesome there. Had the nine tackle breaks, 30 tackles for two misses, the one error obviously over the line, uh, but had the had the line break, the line break assist and the 97 meters there in his 66 minutes. So worked out really well for him. The, the minutes are still not the best thing ever and he's not going to do this in every game, but I really hope that there are some people out there that did hold on to him. 
he was sitting at like 12.5%, 13%, and now down to 8.9%. So yeah, if you did hold on to him, well done. Obviously, the buy next week, I think you feel a little bit safer with him coming into it. But yeah, just hilarious that you know everyone decided to trade him out. And in for good reason, guys. He, you know, 50 minutes, he's never scored really well in that time. All our projections in the preseason was for him playing 80 minutes or close to it, at least 70 there. And he then he would have about 10 points or so of value. And you know, this year come out with the 50 minutes, and it just didn't work out for him. Uh, in that first game, he played really poor. Played really poor on the trials, so it was, it was absolutely fair to trade him out. If you held him, great. If you traded him out, it's just an un unfortunate situation there. Very much the same with what you know, Brandon Smith could come out this week. There's a chance that he doesn't play. You know, if you're looking at an old physio's Patreon there, a good chance that he doesn't even you know, show up for this one, but he might have to just with how many injuries they have. So even if he does play, you know, what's his output going to be like? We're not exactly sure, but there's every chance that he can come out and just score a try and, and dominate as well. So... It shows that sometimes your trades don't work out initially in that first week, but over the long term, you know, they should come out that way if they're still not getting the, the minutes or, or the role that, that you thought they would. So, yeah, Ghana, a great game for him. Isaiah, you know, the stalwart in there, just, you know, the, the nice 57 in base, did everything he needs to do, and it's great to have someone that just gets to 60 every week. That's what I thought Murray was going to be, but anywho. Kalamatangi, he had a, a good game as well in terms of, you know, tackles are really high, so... Ilias had a, a few. I think he had 17, I believe, on that right-hand side. But a lot of time, it was just it would get out to sort of Kolomatangi's way, and they wouldn't go too much further than that, apart from when the, the guys were coming out of trouble or right in their in their in goal. So really, really good signs for Kolomatangi, guys. So 60 across these first two games, he's priced just over that 50 mark. So if he can have games like this where he gets the base and he can still score well, and in other games where he gets the attacking stats, and he can do that as well. That's something he missed last year. He was very much an attack, all-out attack, and then he'd score like a, a 40 or a 38 or something like that in the games he didn't score any points. So, yeah, very, very interesting he is there. Crichton had a, a really good game, guys. He, he stood out in this one, obviously, the try, the, the try assist as well. Again, will be that up-and-down type of player. He is, you know, keeper level, but all of these Panthers guys we're going to have a look at this week. Obviously, and you know, with how, they, how they've gone, how they line up in round four, and you can make some decisions on them there. Damien Cook, he was 64 overnight and, and got the downgrades, unfortunately. But, you know, if you owned him, you'll take that in this game, which was pretty poor across the board. So 57, the four missed tackles, you know, 60 tackles overall. Ridiculous. Uh, and a couple of offloads there to go with his 50 run meters. So they obviously didn't have the ball as much, considering he had the 60 tackles. So, yeah, week to week, you know, big tackle numbers or big uh, offensive running numbers and, and try assists and tries and the like. So Cook, still going to be a mainstay and a good captaincy option week to week. For for those that own him, there is 5.7%, so not crazy, but he was good there. Fisher-Harris, a much improved game for him. He had a few runs there where he really you know, took to the line and, and, and got an extra 10 meters in, in a few of those, which was great, those post-contacts. But again, not super relevant. Latrell Mitchell, the 54 for him. So yeah, that included a try-saver and a... Yeah, a few more run meters, really, which is what has been nice the last two weeks. He had the the three offloads, the turnover tackle in there. So there's a bit going on to go along with his you know six tackle breaks, you know, the goal kicking and everything like that. So if he can get involved a little bit more on the running of the ball side, then, then he's going to be even more valuable, I think, than last year. He could average at 55 to 60. And this was good signs. Had a, a has a PCL issue, which you know can thankfully is very minor, so he can play week to week, but sometimes it hampers the way they move a little bit. And, you know, he looked okay. He didn't look as good as round one. We're still able to get the 54 fantasy-wise, which worked out really, really well. Liam Martin, again, just that up and down type of scorer. Two weeks in a row now, he has been up. So if you look at last year, this wasn't uh, the regular for him. You know, he'd get 80 minutes for like a 38, 
or 40. So that's why he's priced down there, guys. Just be just be aware of that with Liam. But you know, good good base set numbers, good tackle breaks. He's running really hard. For those that held to oh, well done. I think the majority of you guys did, and you know, it was very smart to at least give him another week there. He looked uh, he looked better for sure. Obviously got the try in there, which gets him to that 49. And that starts to, to that will start to bring his price rises uh, and you know, start building them, which is going to be good at 554. Yeah, anywhere around that 50 mark week to week, he's going to make plenty of cash and do a good good job for you there. So yeah, the 170 meters we're really happy with uh, to go along with 13 tackles, which is incredible on the wing for one miss. It's very very unexpected with the turnover tackle as well. Good stuff. Kenny, a little bit of an awkward game for him. Obviously went off for HIA at, at the first bit, which gave Sonny Luke some some more some more minutes there. Kenny, another great score there. He's playing much more different to, to what he was last year in, in more of that nine role and then moving a bit to the middle. In there, obviously, had that try assist at the, at the beginning. You know, two turnover tackles. He's that type of you know defender that can do that. Um, but yeah, even running the ball a little bit more than normal. So as he went on as a running middle forward, this might be the way he plays, but I still think he's going to be a little bit too expensive to even think about. Uh, you know, from the start, this kind of worked out. You got a 46 and a half average across the two games, but... Knowing he had the buy in round three, that was a little bit tough to decide. Cam Murray, yeah, he ended up playing about 58, 57 minutes. I think they came on, he came on and they scored again in that time. So just really didn't get to do a lot for him. Had the four missed tackles. A lot of them, one of them was just like, they just ran up and then he went, oh, I don't want to run at those guys and just palmed him off. They did that to Ilias as well. They just literally did this and, and put a hand on him. And that's apparently a missed tackle when they don't even attempt to tackle him. It's annoying. But yeah, it is, it is what it is. Murray, plenty of work, obviously, 40 tackles and 133 meters, so 53 in base there. But the minutes is not what we expected. They obviously needed him to to play bigger minutes. A few people were saying he might have been, you know, had a bit of a back issue potentially as to why he didn't play the huge minutes. But yeah, not what we needed. We needed him to be, in 59 minutes, 58 minutes, we needed him to be super clean in the negatives and obviously a penalty and an error in there as well. Um, yeah, it wasn't ideal. Neg 12 there. Murray, Murray, Murray. I'm so this saddens me. This one. I just you know, all all preseason was just like Carrigan, Carrigan, and then you look at the bench in round one, and you go, these guys are not going to play you know, big minutes off the bench. Murray's going to have to play massive minutes in both of them. And your know, first one was fine, second one not so much. So yeah, sometimes you just got to take these L's apparently, uh, and then you know, Carrigan, watch him come out and get a sixty again this week and and just destroy us. But yeah, it's obviously not panic stations for for the squads like i say it's one of the worst ones in a while it's just if you had sort of four of them that are 20 30 points under their break even or under their you know where they're priced at or where they should be scoring it's obviously not ideal and cam murray is one of them you're looking for him to score mid 60s every week and i'm you know at that price point same with guys like damian cook same with cleary for example so yeah it's very much not ideal at all we got dill edwards there the 45s he was really solid again 150 meters seven kick defusals nine tackle breaks so he was uh he was solid as always as a task with that weird try that yeah so with a with a good try at the end sorry just to, to finish it off uh but his base stats are really really cool guys 12 tackles zero misses 170 meters there and you know no negatives apart from the one penalty so Great news, I think, as I said, he's going to be a keeper this year. Was one I was tempted to start with and, and did not in the end. So, again, another another miss. Yeah, there's those one-off, one-for-one decisions, guys, that can change your team. Uh, that's definitely worked for me so far. It hasn't, uh, hasn't definitely hasn't come off at all. Um, that's that's how it goes. And, yeah, big one here is that uh, listen to what was I saying, follow, follow my advice, not what I do. So, yeah, usually that way. I'm not super lucky with this kind of stuff, but, yeah, listen to... 
Listen to what I'm saying anyway. That'll help you out. Gcam, 43. If you picked him up, you've obviously done pretty well. You make another good 40 or so K in this, uh, in this, after this round two. And so strange. Like, he's never done this in his career. And then he comes out and hits sort of a, you know, 47 and a 48 and a 43 in the first two weeks. is just ridiculous. So, well done to him. You know, really limited-ish on the negative side. Just neg 10 for an 80-minute performance. He, he did really well. Uh, and we'll find out when Arrow's coming back. But if you picked him up this week, which a few did, he's up to 5% now. You got rewarded, that's for sure. Well done. Shaq Mitchell, how's he? how good's he been? 51 minutes. Again, like, where's the 51? Where's this coming from? Why is Murray, he's, why is he almost playing as many minutes as Murray? Yes, he's come out and done pretty well. You know, good base stats, 48 there in, in the base. So if you picked him up over the first week or two. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Incredible. Um, but well done to him. It just, yeah, it just shows that we have no idea, really, <laughs> how many minutes guys are going to play. Like he's been a, a real low minute type of guy. And then this this year he comes out and, and has two big minute games. So incredible there. Cleary, what do we say here? Looked very passive even before he got injured. And then obviously had the ankle sprain near the end of that first half and then you know, played the rest of it, but was obviously a little bit hampered. And you can see him just sort of bleh, struggling a little bit. So he's not going to be back and forth. But you know, running to the line, he's, he's kind of running into the line and passing the majority of the time, which is good. But how often do you see him over the years just run to the line every second or third time. He does a big step back on the inside or skips away and, and you know pokes his head through the gap and, and gets a tackle break or gets some offloads and stuff like that. He has not even been close to getting any of them stats in the first two games. So, so annoying. When you look at him, he had a, you know, a clean preseason. Like the, the year before, he was you know coming off a big shoulder injury and, and came in and, and did well. You know, the years before that, he's been very you know clean. And this time he, he comes in that way and just still ends up poor. So what you do with him over the next few weeks is going to be interesting. We need to find out some more news on the ankle and if it's actually okay. Most likely should be should be fine, but uh, maybe it's one of those ones where you can't really damage it too much more and they just decide to play him and try and get this win. And then they're going to make their decision on him over the week. But hopefully we find out some more news. Obviously with the buy next week isn't ideal. He's going to lose some cash. You get probably about 30 or 40K, I'd imagine, this week with that score. And... Yeah, you should be should most likely be holding him, guys, but I can understand why people would look to move him on. He definitely look, doesn't look as good as previous years. Uh, run meters very much down, 65 in this one. You know, he was kind of saved by the by his uh, by his kick meters, to be honest with you. That was really it that kind of got him to that 41. So him as captain, not good at all. Johnson with his token try. Cody Walker, it was very interesting how they played this, guys. You know, they looked pretty solid. You know, some big long kicks from Ilias. 
in that first half and then, uh, sorry, in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. And then they decided to go left and, and walk at a kick in that situation, like a lot of kicks from halfway, which just ended up in poor spots. So they'd run on the last and just ended, it, you know, ended their set sort of 30, 40 metres out, 20 metres out when there was kind of nothing going on. Um, it just didn't seem like it worked that well, to be honest with you. They looked very clunky. Uh, as well, you know, so, so did Cleary, for example, there. But, yeah, it would have, I think they're better off with, with Ilias going the longer ones. I did pick up Ilias this week, obviously. So, But, you know, I was watching that pretty closely as to how that worked. And, and he had some really nice big bombs. Like, a lot of time they just kind of pop it up, those shorter mid-range ones. But Ilias was giving them a good whack. And, you know, very lucky. You know, Johnson was, he was mainly kicking to Johnson. And he's obviously very safe under the high ball. But, uh, you know, other guys there, uh, we saw what happened with, uh, um, sorry, Elias not kicking to Johnson, Elias kicking him to, uh, to, to Ruva, sorry, and he was actually really solid on that uh, on that left wing there. But yeah, interesting as to how they played that one. I think they looked a lot better when they when they were going that way. Huai got his 36, Liotta with 36 there. Tommy, congrats to him. I think he's fourth overall now in, in total games for the Buns, which was very, very cool. Isaac Tungo there with the try. So that was that was the awkward one I was talking about, guys. Just, uh, obviously, Garner dropped it, actually knocked it on out the back which they decided to play on, even had a look at it and still called it a, a, a backwards ball. So yeah, annoying for the South fans. It was a big moment just, just before halftime when you know, you're having a solid first half. But yeah, Tungle there. He'll be, again, a little bit up and down just to start the year with, with Panthers being a little bit clunky. Uh, but his base stats are, are pretty solid, guys. 14 tackles, the three misses tonight, not good. Uh, but the 144 metres was solid there for sure. That, that side will get better and better across the year as they you know, start to get on a bit of a roll. They did look a lot better this game, but... They'll uh, have big improvements from here. Taruva, lots of run meters, guys. 200 there. He should you know, drop a little bit in price over the next few weeks. Not too much, but you know, potentially he's an option at some point if he you know, gets a chance to play fullback or something like that. But yeah, not, not on the wing, I don't think, at the moment. Only the two tackle breaks there. Ilya, so 26 for him. He was you know, looking really good. The first sort of 15, 20 minutes, they were using him, as I said, for a lot of the kicking. And then that went away. You know, not a lot of traffic came his way tackling wise, you know, mainly just on the on the try line was where that was. And thankfully, you know, great for all of us owners overnight, picked up the two extra missed tackles. So yeah, sitting at 30 and, and dropped them, which is not good. Uh, but they just stopped going right at all. Like, you know, how much ball did Colin Matungi see? He only really saw a lot of ball out of trouble is when we saw him running it, like 116 meters for him. Usually he would get a lot more and just, just didn't. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the time it was just in their own half and, and nothing in attacking space. They didn't really get a, a lot of chances down there. And that just stopped Ilias from, from being able to have any attacking stats. So my goal with him for this game was to get 35 in this really tough one against the Panthers and then you know, hopefully a little bit better from there. But you know, I'll see that last week they, they did really well when they went right a lot more. And this game, they really just tried to force it down left. They obviously got one try down there to Johnston, but... The majority of the game was was spent down that left hand side, and and there was, it wasn't very fruitful. So I think Ilias said, you know, the kick meters was was lower this week than than last because they they didn't have the ball a lot, uh, with Panthers kind of dominating this one. Kick meter uh, run meters was you know down as well, just at the thirty. You know, hopefully for him, the last two weeks have been in the thirties. But you know, last year even when he wasn't wasn't as good as as he is now, he his run meters were up. So we're not super worried about him. No attacking stats at all. All we need is a, you know, something to change a little bit, and he's up around that 40 mark, which is what I'm hoping for, 37 to 40 over the next bunch of weeks, and he makes some cash, does a bit of a job, and, and we can you know, get him up to 550, 600, uh, and you know, cover, cover the, the half position for me, help me out with that, and you know, hopefully make some money with Cartwright was kind of the plan. 
there and make a bit on Ilias and we can move him on from there unless he starts to, to go really, really well. But yeah, just a very awkward game across the board, guys. I wouldn't be taking too much into account there. He was on sort of 17 or 18 at halftime and he yeah, was looking at that 35 and then just things completely changed, which was annoying. Uh, for those who picked up Graham this week, guys, this was kind of, this is the worry with a few of these guys. If you're looking to pick them up after a big score, same with Ilias. I, again, I wasn't expecting anything crazy from Ilias. I was hoping for a 35. Didn't get that with this strange game, but that is what it is. Just learn from that, guys. You know, this is a, a, a good learning curve there. Um, I'm, my job here is to help you. You know, my, my team going great would be helpful, obviously. It's always, always nice just for your own ego and, and your own thoughts, but my he, I'm here to give the good advice. And, and Graham there, obviously a keeper across the year and averaged 43 last year, and that's what he's averaging right now. So yeah, big score, little score. This is gonna happen for these centers, guys. So be, be prepared to ride the roller coaster with these types of guys, especially if you're spending up on them. You know, if you're not going for a you know, Jack Bird middle type of player, who's gonna be a little bit more consistent, this is what's gonna happen with these type of guys. They'll come up against a tough opponent and not be able to score as well. And then they'll come up against the easier ones. They pick up a try, they get 55, 60, and that averages out there. So you're looking at that 20 and you go, oh, I'll rage trade him out. Don't do that with these types of guys. He has a beautiful run all the way through until they're by. So another 12 to 13 rounds there, which is really, really good. Okay, Sonny Luke, we got our chance to see him with, with a few more minutes. And this is a lot more like what he used to do, what he did last year. In the big minutes, the, in the minutes that he would play, he sat around that you know, 50%, so 0.5 break, uh, break even, 0.5 PPM there, and you know, wasn't able to score super well. So that's what happened in this one. He only had the 17 tackles for two misses in 45 minutes. So again, they had the ball a lot of the time. He did run for 55, but in terms of attacking stats, weren't there. He just had the one force drop out. So I still think he's going to be a pretty solid option. Tonight didn't really show us too much because... Yeah, we obviously saw that he could, you know, he can definitely go back to those scores from last year that he got. But what this tells us here with with Sonny is not a lot because you know Kenny came off with the HIA. Would he? Would Sonny come on a little bit later? Like would he come on in the second half? So I still think he he may even be a watch in round four. If you own him, we're not we're not panic stations on him. He's still going to make some cash this week. But I wouldn't be rushing to buy him in round four. Definitely keep him keep him as an option. He's going to be you know, about that two eighty five mark there. And yeah, in a good position to still make some money, but I still think we can have a look at him from there. David Wiley was a bit of a strange one, came off, came off after 12 minutes and then got a chance at the back end, but only 20 for him. So if you picked him up, if you own him at 8.7%, just kind of stunts your, your growth there with your, with your money making. A couple more guys to speak about guys was uh, Jed Cartwright. Doesn't look like he's gonna be an option. He looked okay out there, nothing spectacular. Uh, if he gets a chance at some point, you know, Cheekham was a lot better on the field. And then our tough one there in Isaac Thompson. So this was one that you didn't have to force to get him in your side. It's obviously going to be a decent idea. They do have a tough run as well. So that's kind of yeah, partly the reason why I was looking at him as not being an option in round one. I kind of just steered away from him a little bit was the fact that they had some tough games. And if he had a, a bad game or two, that Tony Milne would be able to come in. And this is what happened in this one. He did have the four errors and that, and that really hurt him. And I think there's a chance that Milne takes that spot over the next few weeks. So maybe if he you know, gets another chance or two, and then if he you know plays poor again, then, then Milne could take that spot. And that's the that's the slight worry with him is that he is fairly new to the NRL world. Uh, hadn't played a lot of footy in about five years was was is the story that we've heard there. And um, yeah, just didn't score well the 14. So that stunts any of his price growth. So personally, for me, I think I, I can obviously watch him a little bit closer now and see what happens. And you know, for the for the 18.7% that owns him, it's a really tough night. 
Uh, hopefully he does get another chance or two because he obviously can, yeah, does really well when he runs the footy. Again, they just didn't have the ball a lot. So the 109 meters, the two tackle breaks uh, and just the four uh, four errors there, which which wasn't nice at all. Seven tackles for no misses was good. But yeah, very, very upsetting for four owners in this one. And, you know, that Thursday night game, as I said, it's probably as tough as it comes for the majority of players that aren't relevant. And then the guys, you know, you traded out in Luki Garner. Let's hope for a bounce back on the Friday night games, guys. So hopefully, you know, Cardi comes out and does his job. There's obviously a chance that he doesn't. Uh, Trindle, for those that own him, I hope he goes well for you. Carrigan, not for my team, but for all you guys that I steered, steered you into, uh, Carrigan and Haas there would be delightful. Reese Walsh can be a fun one to watch as well. Uh, and then all the Cowboys guys with Cotter, Drinky, and, and, the, and the like there. So good luck, everyone. And yeah, have a good day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 